Welcome to the 1111 podcast. Hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, keeping hope alive. And just join me by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Yes, I'm so glad to have you here today. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So happy holiday for those who celebrate, for those who are not at work. Uh, Cheers to that. Yes, but it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and um, we are celebrating freedom. We are celebrating life, legacy, purpose, and we're keeping the dream alive, you know. I heard a saying that if your dream or your purpose or your vision can be fulfilled in one lifetime, you're dreaming too small. So the dream lives on, and um, we keep it going because... We celebrate this day to honor Dr. King, to honor his life, his legacy, his purpose, and um, all that he's, all that everyone has done that's come before us, we thank them. And so we celebrate this day to honor his birthday, which is January 15th on the third Monday of January. So thank you. Thank you so much for those who have come before us. And um, little do people know, you probably know this. Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a starseed. Yep, he was definitely a starseed. And in my opinion, he was a starseed. Now, whether that resonates with you, starseed and all these other labels, we all are beautiful, incomparable souls. We are just expansive, unique, individual souls from all different places and we are invincible. That is our natural state. We are eternal. And so um, keeping the ball moving with the star seeds here. If you haven't checked out the previous episode of the types of star seeds, I would recommend checking that out. And I'd also recommend checking out season one, um, episode three, I believe. What is a star seed and are you one? So just get yourself familiar with that. And if you have any topic requests that you'd like to hear, please send them in. If you'd like to be a feature, if you yourself are a starseed and you want to talk about your home planet and are you know someone who is and you want to get us to collaborate, I'd definitely be down for that. So um, reach out, reach out, continue to send your messages, continue to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, videos are coming out every week. So if you haven't seen the videos, the production, the visual that goes along with these audio recordings, I would definitely recommend you check out the YouTube channel. The link for that will be in the description, uh, the link tree link. So please check that out. Go ahead and subscribe. I thank you in advance for your subscriptions and for your star ratings and your writing reviews and all of the things that you guys do. So very grateful, very humble. Thank you guys so very much. And uh, for those who don't know, or for those who may be joining for the first time, or just need a gentle reminder that for the month of January, I I am doing a global meditation. Um, It's not live on YouTube or Instagram because I want it to be for those who really want to embody this, but I am broadcasting an energy clearing tool that I purchased a while back last year at the beginning of COVID, Um, and this is to help anchor in the new light codes. This is to help usher in 
the new energy and to become the change we want to see and to also protect us as we continue to let the old earth crumble as we usher in the new age, the age of Aquarius. And this will help for a smoother transition and provides energy clearing. So I'm broadcasting this um, audio tool, this meditation tool, this guided meditation. So please, if you can join, if you would like to, if you choose to join me daily, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I thank you for joining in spirit and truth. And whether you're able to be there or not, I will be there 9 p.m. And the link is also included in the link tree link. So feel free to join. It'll be happening um, every day for the month of January. So we are almost we are past the halfway mark of this month. So we are continuing to usher in the light and the love as we proceed to give the people what they need. And right now what we need is to get serious. So why so serious? We're talking about the Syrian star cluster today. Star seed, star tribe, unite, what, what? That's what we're talking about today. So as I've said before, I'm a student in this department of the star seed cluster. So this is just to kind of get your feet wet and help you dive deeper into this. Because let me tell you, I started researching and you know, you got to follow the white rabbit and see how far this trail leads. And I eventually had to stop because I was like, all right, all right, getting a little, getting going a little treading water deep over here. I got to tread lightly. So um, there's plenty of information about this particular star seed and this particular star constellation and the history and the ins and out. And so I will leave a few links in the description articles for you guys to read, but I'm going to give a brief synopsis so that we're all on the same page. And then I'm going to tell you about my experience and encourage you to connect to the source and and, um, have your own experience. So um, I hope everyone is doing well, as I've said. And um, yeah, there's been a lot of energy going on. I feel like I, I want to say this is that there's been a lot of energy. We recently had a new moon, I believe it was in Capricorn. I'm not sure, but we just had a new moon and um, all the energy, at least what I was experiencing and what I was noticing was this really intense energy before the new moon and a little bit after the new moon. And so there's always that confirmation of like why things are happening the way they are. And so during the new moon, meditation um, received confirmation that all the planets were squaring one another. Every single planet was in a square with another planet. And when planets square another planet, it can cause for external conflict and internal conflict. And so there was a lot of conflict. There's a lot of tension. And uh, that's what was going on. So if you were just like in this really intense debate or there's just so much conflict, you know, give it time. It'll it'll ease out. It'll phase out. And after that, just the new energy ushering us into a new plateau, a new space of being. And, um, you know, having to take those actions to either resolve conflict, to communicate the conflict or, or however to internalize what needs to process the internalization of these things. 
So if you were experiencing that, you're not alone. You're not crazy. Trust me, it's um, it's all for a divine purpose because we are all infinite souls on a divine mission and divine purpose. So you're here for a reason. You're here at this particular time for a reason. And I'm so glad that you are. You're listening to this for a reason. And I'm, again, so glad that you are. So very grateful to have you guys here. So let's keep it going as we talk about Syrian. Why so serious? Come on, Syrian. So I'm going to read a brief article from Moon Omens. And again, the link will be below. But the Syrian starseeds, have you heard of them? Do you know who they are? These starseeds originate from the planet Sirius A and Sirius B and are part of the old soul starseed category. So again, if you're not sure what the starseed categories are, I would definitely recommend checking out the previous episode about the types of starseed categories. Also, Sirius comes from the Greek word Sirios uh, and the original inhabitants of the brightest star in the Earth's sky, Sirius A are said to have come from Vega. Um, Vega is in the Lyra constellation. Sirius A is a multi-star system, meaning it possesses more than one sun. One of these words, one of these worlds is Sirius B, a water planet said to be the home of water beings like mere people in Mingyu. Together, these two stars were responsible for initiating the awakening of all human beings in the home of humanity. Many people believe that it is from Sirius A that ascended masters like Jesus and Mother Mary arose. These starseeds are here to help bring our world into harmony, and their divine purpose is to instill a sense and expression of divine love. Now, this may resonate with you, this may not but um, we're going to go through the main traits of the Sar- Syrian starseeds. And um, just remember that more than one starseed cluster may resonate with you because we may have incarnated over different galactic worlds. Um, many of us have. And um, so Earth is usually the last stop. <laughs> and so, um, you know, if this resonates with you and you find that other starseed traits resonate with you as well Um, just know that you have a full encompassing body so um, yeah just closing the door here okay so the main traits of the Syrian starseeds they are spiritually driven they possess their own truths and live by them unapologetically they are incredibly focused calm, level-headed, and good under pressure. They're not good at expressing emotions. They often hold back and repress their feelings in an attempt to not burden those around them. Daydreamers through and through. Once you get past their serious exterior, they are incredibly silly and fun-loving. So again, why so serious? Okay, why so serious, Syrians? And so the serious star cluster comes from um, the, the constellation Sirius. So some of you may have seen Sirius FM, Sirius Radio, right? It is from the constellation uh, Sirius. 
So you can definitely look this up on Wikipedia and find all the intergalactic stuff about Sirius and about, um, (laughs) find all about the ins and outs of the space constellation part of it. So, um, as it would turn out that as I'm digging into the Syrian star cluster, right, that, you know, one thing leads to another and, you know, when you're just manifesting in in that alignment all these synchronicity things will happen so I just finished reading this and I'm you know going through different things reading meditating about the Syrian star seed cluster and what do I find what do I find I find um on Instagram a post that says this talks about Vega so as I just said the Sirius A are said to have come from Vega in the Lyrian constellation. And then I come across this post on Instagram that says Vega, the star that seeded Japan and is still home to interdimensional fairies and cat beings in higher densities. Lyria is still very much alive, happy and free above fourth density. So I thought that was very beautiful to see, very awesome, very cool. Um, but continuing to talk a little bit more about the Syrian star seeds. Now, this comes from another article that I uh, read about. And I'm just going to read a little bit of the traits and a little bit more about Syrian star seed. So we've been fascinated by the dark dog star Sirius since the beginning of time. Ancient Egypt, African tribes, and other people have legends and connections with the star Sirius and with good reason. It's the brightest star in the night sky and is also called Alpha Canis Majoris. In recent years, it was discovered that Sirius is a two-star system, a fact that Dogen tribe in Africa has been saying for years. So, uh, just a slight correction, Sirius actually has three parts. There's Sirius A, Sirius B, and Sirius C. Oh yeah. So... Uh, Sirius C is more of a dimension, whereas Sirius A and Sirius B are more of a um, constellation, if you will. And so here are some more Syrian star seed traits. So if the first set didn't necessarily resonate, try this set. All right, so Syrian star seed traits, they are drawn to lost civilizations and ancient cultures, drawn to the star system Sirius, have a love for canines, dogs, wolves, etc., They are, quote, salt of the earth type of people, spiritual individuals that also embrace the ways of the earth, even keeled, very hard to anger, don't express their emotions well, have a hard time with communication and relationships, may seem closed off, intense daydreamers, interest in magic, metaphysics, witchcraft, and alternate healing, may have Larian starseed traits, particularly cat-like or lion-like traits, love science fiction books and movies, maintain a few close friends instead of many casual friends and acquaintances, creative individuals, love the arts, crafts, writing, music, etc., feel they have a mission to save the planet or to defend animal rights, sacral and throat chakra alignment, Enjoy tattoos and piercings and express themselves artistically through clothing and accessories. 
may feel a deep connection to the water element, the ocean, and oceanic beings like whales, dolphins, etc. May have a fascination with mermaids since childhood. Have a relationship with one or more ascended masters. Task-oriented. If not a love for dogs, may have a love for cats. Great sense of humor and silliness. May have cat-like, dog-like, or mermaid-like physical characteristics. Does that sound like you? That may be you. All right, so those are some more traits of the Syrian um, starseed family, starseed origins. And so if it resonates, take it. If it doesn't, leave it. And um, yes, please explore this more for yourself to dive deeper into the Syrian starseeds if you are interested in that. And, um, you know, I don't think I've shared this yet, but I, I mean, for those who have been here since the beginning, you probably have heard, um, my dear friend Spiral, you probably have heard her in the background in the beginning videos. Spiral is my best friend. She is my familiar. She is my feline companion. And, um, we definitely met in another world for sure. And, um, recently, I don't know if I've shared this story, maybe I haven't glimpses and parts of it, but we were away from each other for a little over a year, and she was with one of my Soul Tribe members, and now she is back. She is back. Spiral, say what up. Yeah, she's trying to nap, but I just wanted to share that because um, I was definitely guided to the land of Sirius A and Sirius B. And um, I was meditating as I was researching this. I did some research and then I invited these galactical beings to communicate with me. And um, I'm going to continue to meditate on that a lot more. And I would invite you all to do the same. But as I was meditating, I was taken to a place where um, the best way I can describe what it looked like and what it felt like. Um, do you remember the scene from Star Wars where they meet Han Solo? For the Star Wars fans out there, you're probably like, yeah! But um, there is like a club, like a, a space club, if you will. Well, my companions were very feline and, and canine companions. And um, it also was like this this type of club area I don't even know how to describe it really but that's kind of the scene it felt like and um there's also another scene from for those who are fans of cartoons animation like myself who uh the show Samurai Jack there is a scene um from the beginning of Samurai Jack uh it's like a movie short movie short film but he's taken to a place where these dogs are talking with him and it's like a club environment. It was very similar to that. And these dogs were my guide. It was like the cat was like the hostess with the mostess. And then I was like taken to the dogs, you know, anyway. And so I was in this like club scene space feeling and I'm like doing this meditation and I see earth from my view, from like this outer space view. And 
these um, beings are showing me around and showing me this like advanced type of club industry type of place and um, then I was taken to another spot and it kind of like made sense after like reading this more but I was taken to another spot and it looked like um, the best way I can describe it is it kind of looked like the scene from The Lion King where Timon and Pumbaa live, the very lush land that they live in and there's waterfalls and this, well it looked like that but it was like all water and it was like these waterfalls on top of waterfalls and there were these like fairy essence creatures like mermaid like type, it looked like it looked like um, I don't know what animal that is but it looked like this like fairy but not it, it didn't really look like a fairy it looked like um hmm it looked like this like mercat i guess i don't know what animal that is no not a mercat i think that's timon isn't it anyway it looked like something that was like had like a tail and it had like a round body with ears and big eyes and um yeah, so this creature was kind of, they didn't really speak. They kind of like nibbled or something. And they were like showing me around in this water essence place. And I just felt like, whoa. And so I really um, encourage you to connect to the source to see what comes up. Um, matter of fact, I'll see if I can find um, a guided meditation for you guys to do to uh, help assist with finding your starseed home and your starseed cluster. And so I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope that you guys will let me know if there's any references or any resources that you may have to deliver or that you would like for me to investigate more in. And if you have a starseed cluster that you particularly want to know more about, like I said, Send me a message. Find me on social media at Agent K21 Podcast. On Twitter at Agent K21. Find me on the social media. Send me a direct message. Let me know what you want to hear. Um, Again, counseling sessions are available if you're having a particularly difficult time. The link for that is also available. Um, If you're, you know, needing any assistance, reach out. That's what I'm here for. And, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys next time. And, and we definitely will be talking more about the Lyra Starseed Cluster. So get ready because um, we're going to keep it going. So thank you all for joining me. Thank you in advance for subscribing. I appreciate it. Thank you for the love. Be well, be safe, be happy. Until next time. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, 
A great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, 
we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children. Be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrims' pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. in every city. We will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last.